1: Observer Pictures presents Boom, a serial drama podcast, written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is a bonus episode, The Case Files of Detective Haley, Part 1.
0: May 2nd, 2015, p.m. Notes for case number 02578-04F-2015. Reporting officer, Detective Rebecca Haley. Assisting officer, Detective Angelica Santos. I'm not sure how to do this report. It, it was... May 2, 2015, 12.46 p.m., case number 02578-04F-2015. Dispatch received a 911 call regarding what was described as an explosion at 12159 Greenwood Avenue. The caller identified himself as Walter Davis, a resident on the street. He was walking his dog when the blast happened. He nor the dog suffered injuries. MNFD arrived on scene and treated Porter Owens, the first victim, male, 28 years old, mixed race, Caucasian and Latino. He sustained multiple injuries from the blast. After the fire department confirmed the presence of an explosive device, the hazardous device unit was dispatched and arrived at the scene at 9.18 a.m. The bomb squad secured the scene and contacted dispatch and requested homicide, CSI, and ME investigator. Detective Santos and I arrived on the scene at 11 a.m. CSI and ME investigator Margaret Wilson arrived at 10.50 a.m. The following is a summary of Wilson's verbal report. Multiple body parts were found around the crime scene, most badly burned. A left index finger found by what was left of the doorway was viable for identification. The prints were on record, and the remains have been identified as Genevieve Reynolds' female Caucasian, 28 years old at the time of death. Detective Haley? Yes? Just one minute. After receiving the report from Investigator Wilson, I conducted a preliminary inspection of the scene. Assisting Officer Detective Santos interviewed the 911 caller Walter Davis. Force entry was not determined due to the state of the main living area and hallway. In the victim's bedroom, there was no sign of struggle. No fingerprints beside the victims were found on a preliminary search. The victim's laptop computer was found fairly intact in the kitchen area. Detective Santos discovered a cracked phone outside of the residence. I have requested computer forensics for both devices. The, the body of the deceased was remanded into the custody of Investigator Wilson and was removed from the scene at 11.43 a.m. and transported to the medical examiner's office for autopsy. Our eyes left the scene at 1155. Before leaving, Detective Santos instructed CSI to seal the scene upon completion or the end of the day suspension of processing. CSI to notify Detective Santos of progress by the end of this date. As of this filing, CSI is still actively processing the scene. May 7, 2015, 2.05 p.m. Notes for case number 02578-04F-2015. Reporting Officer, Detective Rebecca Haley. Assisting Officer, Detective Angelica Santos. This morning, Detective Santos and I conducted interviews at Ms. Reynolds' Place of Employment, Baxter, Hornby, and Rush Associates. Miss Reynolds was employed there for four years, never had any issues with employees or her superiors. Many coworkers know Porter Owens and said that he would frequently visit Miss Reynolds at work. The nature of their relationship is still hard to determine. Per my previous notes, Miss Reynolds' parents said that she and Mr. Owens were the best of friends. The coworkers felt differently and stated that Mr. Owens and Miss Reynolds were definitely dating. Hopefully the nature of the relationship between the victims will be clear once I interview Mr. Owens. He is currently in a coma at Vanderbilt University Hospital. May 7, 2015, 4 p.m. Notes for case number 02578-04F-2015. Reporting Officer Detective Rebecca Haley. Today was my third visit to the hospital and it was a success. Mr. Owens recently woke from a coma after 70 hours or so. He suffered multiple injuries that required surgery. He was not mobile. His memory was spotty, but he was cooperative. His sense of remorse seemed mild, but this may be due to his lack of memory. I was unable to ask many questions outside of what he remembered from the day of the explosion. I will be able to conduct a more thorough interview after Mr. Owens is released from the hospital. Mr. Owens mentioned Miss Reynolds possibly knowing her attacker. Again, his memory was spotty, so he couldn't give me much information. As per my first report, signs of forced entry could not be determined on the day of the incident. A final report from CSI is still pending. Daisy Reed, a downstairs neighbor, recalled hearing a noise around 11.15 p.m., but thought it was just something being dropped. Other neighbors claimed not to have heard nor seen anything out of the ordinary. Miss Reynolds may have very well let her attacker in or this attacker had a key. Her parents say they have a key, but have not visited. They also say that Mr. Owens most likely has a key. This is purely speculation, but I'm concerned that Mr. Owens may have played a part in this incident. It seems, I hate to say lucky, but that is the best word. It seems lucky that he sustained, in the grand scheme of things, minor injuries from the explosion, while Genevieve Reynolds, well, (laughs) the only other incident resembling this is the Setzer home bombing last year, but Richard Parker is in prison. This could be a copycat, yet that is unlikely. Officer Alonzo Jenkins of the Hazardous Devices Unit has assured me that this was a different type of device. As of this time, I do not have an official report. I've contacted Music City Computers, Porter Owens' place of employment. Detective Santos and I will be conducting interviews there tomorrow.
1: Join us again in two weeks for another bonus episode. This episode featured Wendy Keeling as Detective Haley. Theme music by Brian Irwin. Episode music by David Hiller. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and giving us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information on the show, including where to find us on social media, please visit boom.observerpictures.com. Thank you for listening. And please share this podcast with a friend.
2: New episodes on Tuesdays available on all your favorite podcast apps. Just search hypothetical. That's H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L.